Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Welcome to Deep Dish Radio. I'm Tim Powers. My guest today is actress and author Catherine Lee Scott. Catherine will be the first to tell you that no matter what she does, she will always be known as the actress who portrayed Maggie Evans and Josette Dupre on the 1960s soap opera Dark Shadows. But in the 45 years since Dark Shadow has stopped production, Catherine never stopped working. From a stage play with Hollywood legend Jimmy Stewart to a recent role as the Baroness on Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Catherine's always been visible to her legions of loyal fans. Catherine joins us today to talk about her new novel, Jinxed, about a Hollywood actress who gets swept up in the same kind of mysteries her most famous character would find herself in. The lines between real and make-believe, which are already pretty blurry in Hollywood, get completely obscured in this exciting and funny novel. Jinxed by Catherine Lee Scott is available on Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, and from Catherine's own website, at com. Here's my interview with actress and author Catherine Lee Scott. It's Deep Dish Podcast. Subscribe today and tell a friend about Deep Dish Podcast with Tim Powers. With Tim We'll open with, uh, the new book is called Jinxed, right? And it's uh, obviously a mystery and a sequel to Down and Out in Beverly Hills. Now, for those of us who did not read Down and Out in Beverly Hills, set that one up for us. All right, Tim. Well, uh, first of all, it's it's about a woman named Meg Barnes, and she's an actress uh, of a certain age who was in a very successful television series many years ago. Do you remember that wheel, that 90-minute wheel with Columbo and, and um, uh, you know, those... McMillan and like, Wife and yeah, um, uh, the one with the horse. Sort of like that. And it was a show... McLeod. And, right. And McLeod, of course. And she played uh, a magician's assistant uh, with a magician, like a Bill Bixby, Bixby kind of character right. in The Magician. Anyway, it was wildly successful. She will always be known for this role, no matter whatever else she does in her career. Uh, something I, I think I can identify with. <laughs> and, uh, and then um, she just marries the wrong guy. And this is a woman who is self-made and, and, uh, and lovely friends, wonderful reputation. And, and, uh, and she's comfortable in life. And she loses everything because her husband is a con man. He turns out to be a con man. No, dear. 
And uh, and she not only loses everything, but the FBI thinks that she was in on the scam, which leads to uh, bankruptcy and all sorts of uh, legal issues. Uh, in any case, she ends up living on the streets of Beverly Hills in her Ritz Volvo. Um, she literally loses everything. And... But she was an amateur sleuth on uh, on this show, right. and she does get pulled into certain real life uh, situations in which those skills that that her um, posse of very fine screenwriters came up with when she was doing the series uh, and everything that she learned she puts to use. Um, so it's uh, it's um, light hearted. Uh, romance, because of course there's an FBI agent that that uh, she does sort of uh, tumble for. Uh, but uh, that is not to say that I don't deal with the gritty aspects of what it is to be homeless, because I have worked um, with a homeless program for a number of years in Beverly Hills, mm -hmm. and um, and I I was struck by the fact that there were and are uh, women who live in their cars and have no home. And many of them that I came across, you would not, and you saw them walking down Rodeo Drive in Beverly Hills, you would not realize they were homeless. Uh, such are their skills at um, being homeless and hiding it. And that's, uh, it's, it's a very Los Angeles thing. And on one hand, you can be trite and say, well, if you're going to be homeless, I suppose that one of the best places you can be homeless is Beverly Hills. But on the, <laughs> other, on the other side, I mean, I don't live that far from Beverly Hills either. And... It's um, it's inescapable. So uh, good on you it's for homelessness uh, is and uh, and all of the the uh, factors that lead up to it. You know, in working with the homeless program in Beverly Hills, I I, I came across a number of women who, when you saw them on the street or in a in a department store, you would not have recognized that they were homeless. Right. I mean, they were just so adept at being homeless and hiding it. Right. And that's really the story of of uh, Meg Barnes. Wow, and uh, I mean, this obviously the the novel comes from a a, a place of ex personal experience, but there's also unabashed fiction. So, um, you know, the homelessness is not something you directly experience. No, it's not. But it, but it's uh, it's something that I've indirectly experienced in the in the people that I've worked with in the program. But, right. but also, I'm you know even Hillary Swank uh, discussed the fact that she and her mother lived in a car when they first arrived in Los Angeles. And there are any number of other people who, you know, all of a sudden the circumstances, I mean, life happens, as, as John Lennon said. Right. And, um, and sometimes it happens that you lose everything. And, uh, and, or, or you're, you're starting over, you're starting fresh. Meg Barnes is starting fresh, and she begins to find redemption. She begins to to you know find her way back right. uh, in in the second book jinxed is the sequel right and so while she goes through her redemption arc in the first book what we see in the second book is her kind of finding her footing once she's been redeemed she is kind of riding the ship a little bit oh you bet yeah. you bet she's uh and she gets pulled into a really um, a really interesting situation where her very young co-star, the woman who is actually playing her younger self uh, in Jinx, who newly hired, um, disappears right before 
filming is to begin. And who's and a suspect? Hmm. Oh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I never want to give too much away, but right. what I've described all happens virtually in the first couple of pages. Right. And uh, and it's a it's a real. I think the characters are uh, pretty interesting. Um, as a matter of fact, the uh, I, I I got some lovely reviews for the book that talk about the the quirky characters that are uh, finely drawn and and there's a lot of humor in the story and a, and a little run through uh, through a few Hollywood backlots, you know the the, the entertainment experience, which you is. Know, my- both my editor and my publisher just said, you know, if you're going to do another book, what, what was so much fun about the first one is that we really feel that somebody who knows Hollywood, knows what uh, it's it's like being on a sound stage, knows what it's like to get an early call, uh, please just take more, the more you can write about what it's like to be a working actress in Hollywood, please, please do it. And so there you are. You want to know what it's like to be uh, a working actress, as we say, of a certain age. Of uh, a certain age. Well, this this actress of a certain age uh, recently was in an episode of Marvel's Agents of Shield. You were now, the Baroness. I know. This is the funniest thing. I mean, from, <laughs> you know, you you um, you know these comic book things. You you yeah. never think you're going to be called in for that. And yet I was, and I had such a good time on it. First of all, I think that you know Joss Whedon and and all of these things that, that these guys do are, are just so incredible, um, and the special effects. And playing the Baroness, of course, I I can say this now because it's already aired. Right. But of course, I'm I uh, I end up a cinder. Yeah. Well, <laughs> doing it, when you're doing it, you're playing it for real. But the pro- the um, uh, special effects man has just put little uh, pieces of green tape on your face, and those are the markers where, in post production, um, <laughs> you get incinerated. It it is the funniest experience in the world. That's I a- love. It. That's amazing. Now, have you thought about the fact that your career actually went from uh, Maggie and Josette appearing in a comic book? Yes. All the way to switching around and and you playing a comic book character. Okay, Tim, what do you think that says about me? <laughs> <laughs> I think you've got the coolest career I've ever seen, actually. Yeah, uh, I would say that means that I'm probably versatile. Uh, well, there's I no mean, question I, about that. Well, I, I completely love doing uh, drama and, and things that are, are really, you know, very much based in... Um, you know the human condition, but right. it's also fun uh, to kind of spread your wings and and do these these things where you're called upon to play an outlandish character uh, in an outlandish situation and make it real. I mean that's fun. You know, and you're on your career has spanned both ends of the special effects spectrum too. Oh my God! I remember when Mike Westmore used to uh, spend four hours. You know, putting on the the uh, the forehead and the and the green pointy ears, right. and So on for Star Trek: The Next Generation. I mean, that was fun too, and to, and to go out to uh, shoot on those amazing locations where John Wayne and uh, Howard Hawks, you know, the, where all of those great westerns were were being made, and 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 there you are doing a sort of a, a futuristic western, uh, which is really, I, I guess, kind of what. You know Star Trek is, but it, it was just—I uh, mean, those are fun experiences. I'm terribly lucky. 
yeah, it's it's been uh, really a remarkable career, uh, going all the way even to like uh, even the the, um, the the second Great Gatsby movie. Oh, I know. I, I well, I love doing that. I love doing the Great Gatsby too because I played such a such an interesting character. I, I played. Um, do you remember Karen Black? Mm-hmm. Um, she was she was Myrtle, and I played her sister Catherine. Uh, and to work with that amazing company, and I adored uh, the director Jack Clayton, um, and it was a terrific script. I. I really, I really love that film, and of course, I did it at Pinewood in, in England. And then something like what, 25 years later, I was back at Pinewood doing Dark Shadows with Johnny Depp and Tim Burton. I mean, again, this, this, you know, coming sort of full circle. It was really interesting. It's really, really remarkable, um, and just how much fun. I mean, it, it's, I, you live it day to day, but the rest of us get to see everything as a as a body of work, you know, and to see, you know, uh, you working with John Wayne or you working with Jimmy Stewart or, or Lana Turner. <laughs> right. Uh, I mean, remarkable. Yeah, no, no, it, it is amazing. And I think one of the films that probably no one has seen and if somebody out there can get me a copy, I would be over the moon. Yeah, but, but I did a film in France called uh, Providence. It was directed by Alain René, who recently passed away. Wonderful, right. wonderful, great uh, uh, director. Uh, but the company was very small. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. All and the cast, almost the entire, well, the entire cast was uh, Dirk Bogard, uh, David Warner, uh, Sir John Gielgud, Ellen Burstyn, Elaine Stritch, Dennis Lawson, and me. I mean, I just counted them. That's seven people. I just named the entire cast. Um, that was one of the highlights of my life, and it's one of the, it, you know, it's one of the um, films probably least seen. And to be able to work comedy with Leslie Nielsen when I when I did Police you know, Squad. Work, oh my God, Police Squad. To be working with Leslie Nielsen in totally absurdist, outrageous comedy directed by those terrific guys. I, I always call them Zucker Abram Zucker because you know you're, you're you know you're you're directed by three three guys, right? Uh, uh, which was wonderful, but all three of them so talented. There was a when I when I first came to L.A. There was a uh, a producer who worked on the Burns and Allen show, and he wrote jokes for Jack Benny, and he sat me down one day. And he said, Tim, you know, there are two kinds of people in the world, those with funny bones and those who don't. Uh, 
and you, mm-hmm. my friend, you have funny bones. <laughs> and, and the, uh, you know, comedic chops are not an easy thing for especially a dramatic actress to have. Um, but you managed to carry that off. Oh, that was fun. Uh, I remember uh, Zucker Abram Zucker, um, when, I, uh, when I went into audition for it, uh, I remember getting the script the night before and, and reading it and telling my husband, you know, I, I think this is funny. And uh, <laughs> I know it was, but I only got the sides. And then when I read this thing, I said, you know, I, and I knew nothing about, I mean, this was all brand new. I think I did the original, the, the first episode. I think you're uh, right. Yeah, I did the first episode. So there was, there was, there was no template. And uh, so anyway, and he said, so how are you going to play it? And I said, I think I'll play it like Gene Tierney. Oh, Wow. <laughs> Now how this came, but you know, I went in and I played it totally straight. And uh, one funny thing that happened with that, because she keeps talking about her her dental work, and that's why you know she's you know turned to larceny. Right. And um, and I thought, well, I should have braces. Well, we were already, I was already in the makeup chair. I was, you know, so I I uh, I asked the makeup man for, and he had um, he had some dental floss. And then I had some gum in my purse, and I peeled off the silver wrapping from the white wrapping on a on a piece of you know double mint, and and I took that really thin silver and I just wound it like a, I was rolling a cigarette and I rolled it around that and then with tweezers I, I pulled them through my eye teeth because it was it was uh, you know dental floss and then with tweezers he tied it in a knot behind my front teeth. So that gave me that wonderful kind of a lisp. Yep. And and you could see the silver there. And, <laughs> and even if you couldn't, um, you know, it made me feel, uh, you know, like I I was paying for my orthodonture. And you were you were made up uh, so delightfully. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Put I, the I wig and everything. Tierney dressed as the big blonde. I I just had such a lot of fun with it. I played it totally straight, like. Jean Tierney, who has an, who had an overbite, like I've got an overbite, and I played it as Jean Tierney, dressed as a big blonde uh, with uh, homemade orthodenture. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's talk for we've got about ten minutes left. Let's talk a little bit about uh, voice acting. Uh, you did some you did some audio CDs, but not many people know that you've done some cartoon work too. Well, I did a little bit, but I but I'll tell you in terms of voice work, uh, there was a film that Roma Polanski did years ago called The Tenant, uh, starring Isabella Johnny. Okay. And when I was doing, uh, when I was living in England and doing rep at the Bristol Old Vic, um, uh, he hired me uh, to revoice Isabella Johnny for the um, for the English language version. Right. And I never had so much fun because I I, um, I revoiced her for that film. Um, and I've done a little bit of, uh, well, not much cartoon work, but, but some, I, I think, um, uh, that, that is such, that is such a specialized field. I would love to do more. I love doing voices. Cause, uh, yeah, we're, uh, on the, uh, on the fandom planet show, we're big fans of happy days and that's, okay. you, you did the animated, uh, okay. happy days show. Little bit, yeah. Yeah, and then one of our, I mean, okay, it's a, it's a footnote in the career, but still. <laughs> no, I mean, listen, I've done, I think I've done everything but work with puppets, so. 
uh, or maybe I have. Anyway, uh, no, it's really it's it's funny what what an actor does in in uh, a career because uh, you know they ask you, can you do this? And you say, yeah, of course, sure. I can ride a horse backwards. You're a obviously you've been a, a working. Um, I wish we had time. I'd love to hear the story about how a farmer's daughter goes from uh, goes to being a Playboy bunny. But oh, can I tell you the story very quickly? Because yeah. your listeners, uh, first of all, all of my books are available on Amazon.com. And, of course, I, I because I, I played Maggie Evans and Josette Dupre on, on Dark Shadows, and I wrote several books about Dark Shadows, um, I decided to, you know, kind of turn all the nonfiction on its head and write a fictional book called Dark Passages. And it actually does have uh, a young a farm girl, which I was. I grew up on a farm in Robbinsdale, Minnesota. And uh, I went to New York and I got a job as a Playboy bunny because I needed to pay room and board. And, um, and I was still working as a Playboy bunny when I got the job on Dark Shadows. So I use some of that. As, as you know, writers always write about the arenas that they know. That's sure. an arena I'm familiar with. And I worked it into Dark Passages, which is a very comedic, paranormal uh, book. And um, I take such liberties with Lara Parker in that, you wouldn't believe. Well. <laughs> Played Angelique. So uh, if any of your listeners are, are uh, Dark Shadows fans, um, Dark Passages is a really funny read. And there you go. So that's available not only from Amazon, but from uh, Catherine's own website, right? Yeah, you can order it directly I, from... Uh, yep, CatherineLeeScott.com. And I spell my name funny, K-A-T-H-R-Y-N-L-E-I-G-H-S-C-O-T-T, dot com. And there you so, go. So so <laughs> that's where you can get not only Dark Passages, but Jinxed and Down and Out in Beverly Hills. You can get the uh, the, the Dark, Dark Shadows Shadow. scrapbook, which uh, I got a first printing just a couple weeks ago from my lovely bride. She knew that I was excited about this interview, and she, she went out and found me a copy. So go figure oh. Brilliant, because it's out of print. Yep, and uh, it's it's in pretty rough shape, but it's it's still fun to have. Oh dear, oh dear. Well, well, we've got our fiftieth anniversary coming up in twenty sixteen. Right, and so what are there celebrations in uh, in plan? Yes, and I'm not quite sure what it will entail, but our show actually premiered uh, June twenty seventh, nineteen sixty six, which is odd because I am only thirty three. Yeah, that's true, and uh, yeah. yeah, and and strangely, don't look a day over twenty two, which is really I know, weird. I know. People say that. People say that. Yeah, um, and we are on radio, right? I'm joking. <laughs> we are very much. This is. <laughs> trust me, kids. She's gorgeous. Um, in fact. Uh, <laughs> When I when I um, when I mentioned I was doing this interview, I got uh, I got some letters from uh, well one of my friends who's an artist for uh, for the Superman comic book, mm-hmm. and uh, he just he he was of that age and just mentioned his Catherine crush, so he Aww. wanted to pass that along. Well, I have a crush on Lois Lane. I, I have a a girl crush on her, and I and the the woman who played her, Noelle Neal. Yeah. Oh God, I love that woman. I've I've met her many times. I've, we've exchanged notes and Christmas cards, but she is just divine. She's a firecracker, and, isn't she? Oh, she's a firecracker, and and she comes from my hometown, Minneapolis. I didn't know that. And, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, she's just a charmer, wonderful woman, and and I loved her as Lois Lane. Oh, she's uh, she's fantastic. There, uh, 
Wow, it, it, what a what an incredibly small, uh, small, awesome community. Um, yeah. As the fiftieth anniversary approaches, I'd imagine you'll be in big demand from people like me. So I hope that uh, as, well, as you know, Tim, call yeah. back. I mean, let's talk again. Okay. Uh, I'd love to have your listeners know about what we're going to do for our fiftieth. It, it should be a big celebration. David Selby, Laura Parker, uh, Johnny Carlin, you know, the whole gang. Is, how um, were you on the cruise? I was. How was the cruise? It was wonderful. Uh, first of all, to be on a cruise with, you know, Laura, uh, you know, the, the two of us had such great fun because her character, Angelique, and my character, Josette, of course, met on the island of Martinique. And that That's Martinique right. was one of our destination places. So we did a little performance in the ruins of a theater in Martinique. And, and it was... It was so sensational. It was it was really a fun experience. And Laura and I are close friends. Yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah. I uh, look forward to 2016. Bef- uh, you said you said uh, John Carlin's going to be on the cruise, well, or, or yeah. whatever whatever 2016 holds. He's going to be a yeah, part of it. 2016 holds. We are going to be there. There is uh, there are a lot of us from uh, you know original cast members that. That really need to celebrate this. This is a huge uh, event, yeah. and wanted, we want to do it up properly. It, it's going to be fantastic. I, w- I was going to ask about uh, about John's health. He's had a bad couple of years, and so he uh, has, but I, he's doing well. Uh, I know Laura and David uh, were able to see him recently. I've gone, uh, uh, gone to visit him. He's yeah, he's doing fine. He's hanging in there. Glad to hear it. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, then we look forward to 2016. We look forward to the tw- uh, 50th, I almost said 20th, 50th anniversary of uh, yeah. of 19-year-old Maggie Evans on the very first show. <laughs> wow. Whew. Uh, and and everything else. But with I can't let you go without saying, all right, what's next for Catherine Lee Scott? What, what do you, what, where are we going to see you next? Oh, I, let me see. Uh, where will you see me next? Um you know, I don't know. Uh, uh, Lord okay. knows. There are plenty of reruns. Um, I'm going to do uh, a bit of traveling, uh, attending a few writers' conferences, and um, I'm even going to visit Cuba. I thought that would be a fun thing to do. Wow. And I even, wow. write about, I, I even write about the fantasy of visiting Cuba in dark passages. And there you go. So check and now these I'm out. realizing it. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, that's what, uh, that's what being of a certain age can do for you, with all you due respect. So there you go. Uh, the books are available at CatherineLeeScott.com or available on Amazon. There will be a link on the page. Catherine, you absolutely, I will be in touch with you and uh, look forward to seeing what 2016 holds for you and the rest of 2015. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you, Tim. Talk my, to you soon. My pleasure. Have a safe trip. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 
36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 